Ladies and gentlemen, that's Sir Grogu to you, for this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Ha <laughs> ha, knighted. Yes, knighted. And not even speaking. <laughs> Can't even speak and he's already a knight. Oh, what an, what an achievement. Let's cue the music. Hello. 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 I'm a Kendall Richardson. And I'm full of pick me energy, Michael Lister. <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, experiencing in it through the medium of Happy Easter, full of chocolate and ready to vomit. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is Easter Sunday at the time of recording and streaming. So happy Easter to those who celebrate and hope you all are enjoying your chocolate comas today. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The, the yes. bunny the bunny came today, this morning. <laughs> oh, lovely. Yes. And now we have to do the arduous task of trying to prevent uh, a little one to eat too much. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Because we found out the little, little ones can't really handle their chocolate. That much. <laughs> and oh. has vomited twice. Mm. Ah. Oh no, little buddy, no. I know, what a waste of fish and chips. Fish and chips? Yeah, because apparently we ha we can't eat meat on Fridays. I mean, my wife is baptised Catholic and I'm Anglican, so I can't really give a shit. But <laughs> apparently mm -hmm. that's a tradition we're going to be upholding. <laughs> Ah, uh, good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't. I'm not practicing any kind of religion. Oh. And and I, right. but I, I do subscribe. <laughs> I do subscribe to the fish and chips on a fry on a Good Friday. <laughs> any any Friday is a Good Friday for fish and chips. Very true. Yes. Yes. All right. Enough Easter talk. Let's dive into the show because we've got a lot of. Pretty sweet things to talk about, starting with uh, Fulia and her regular travel update. Um, it's an epic one today, so bear with me as I read this one out. Let's see how many times I cough. Um, okay, Fulia says, <coughs> that's number one, uh, greetings, from <laughs> greetings from Toronto. It is my final weekend in Canada, and I have to say, I'm pretty much ready to come home. Aww. As much as I have, oh, as much as I've been loving my adventure through this amazing country, I am getting a little homesick now. In the past week, I finished up my time in Montreal, uh, where I had the opportunity to eat some really good poutine from a 24-hour place called Banquise or Banquise. I'm not sure on the pronunciation. But it's probably Banquise because French. Um, 
or maybe something different. Anyway, and it was heavenly. Uh, if you love your food, Montreal is the place to be for that. On Tuesday, I flew to into Toronto. On the same day, I went downtown to check out the Hockey Hall of Fame, and man, did I get emotional there. I even had the opportunity to take a photo with the Stanley Cup. Oh, that's cool. You didn't touch it, though? Um, <laughs> after that, I went to watch another NHL game, but this time it was my first time seeing my favorite team play, and it was very exciting. Nice. I hope they won. Um... Since then, she goes on to say, I've been able to catch up with more internet friends, which has really filled my heart with joy. I'm so honoured to have met them all in person. We were able to hang out at a barcade, check out Ripley's Aquarium of Canada, and travel north of Toronto to do some treetop climbing. The highlight of Toronto has to be going to the cinema to watch my most anticipated animated film, nay, my most anticipated film of the year, the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> I love I love how she's worked in a, a weekly watching for us. It's great. Ah. Uh, <laughs> and to say, I did not stop smiling from the beginning of that movie until the end credits scene. I freaking loved it. It was everything I wanted to see and more. The whole cinema was loving it as well as uh, as well, and I got to see it with my gamer friends, who got all the references. <laughs> 100% watching it again when I return home and probably a third time because why the heck not? Already looking at pre-ordering the Blu-ray. Haha. <laughs> I will give I will give my review on the film upon my return to the podcast which hopefully will be next week. Yay! Hey. See you all soon, eh? Hey. Awesome. Hey. <laughs> See thank you, you soon, eh? <laughs> See you soon, eh? Um, thank you, thank you, Fulia. That's an epic, wonderful update. Um, I was hoping for a... a a little, a little review from that, but I'm glad we're saving that because you'll probably do uh, a discussion on the podcast. I still haven't seen it yet, though, um, <gasps> but uh, I, I will endeavour to do so. I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoyed it, and it was uh, everything you hoped it to be. So that's nice. Um, cool. So, uh, Michael. Hello. Hello. What have you been watching? Well, just to jump off that bandwagon, I did see Super Mario movie. Uh, the the wife and the the eldest one uh, decide uh, decided to go by themselves and they uh, they wanted to do like a uh, a mummy daughter date sort of thing and it was really mm-hmm. great and surprisingly she's going to see it again in uh, in a week's time for her birthday so she's going mm. to be a bit like Auntie Kendall and watch yeah. movies twice and I watched it as well uh, on the same day. So I, so I do the test. It is very good, um, no matter what the mm-hmm. critics say. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's not, That's good. It's not necessarily uh, tomato fresh, as they say. Another case no. in point that rotten tomatoes is stupid. No, it's all about experience. It's not about how intellectually um, diverse that cinema is. It's... It's a movie. If it, if it ticks all the boxes, it's fine. It's all up mm. to you. And mm-hmm. I will uh, I will wait until we, uh, until Fulia uh, is here, and we'll discuss all the innings and outings and all, all that, and and give you time to to watch it yourself, Kendall. Maybe we don't know. Excellent. Yes. Uh, also, I I went to the movies like three times in two weeks. Which is wow. 
Um, wow. Yeah, because the same week I watched Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, good. Yeah, I watched it and uh, didn't get many of the references because I'm not. Uh, I haven't played D and D in such a long time, and even even by that standards, I was I was a child, and my and my uncle was I uh, was the the dungeon master, so I didn't really do the stats or anything like that. I just <laughs> it was more performance art. So um, mm. yeah, so it, it was okay. Um, wasn't the best, and I can't really compare it to anything. I didn't really see the Jeremy Irons version uh, all the way back when, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was okay. It was just a bit of fun. Um, uh, I don't rate things. It's just it's probably one of those um, uh, probably a bargain bin sort sort of movie. It's like yeah, it's okay. It's sort of on par with the. Um, the A Team movie, you know, it's 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 there. It's 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 okay, I guess. So, not really looking forward. To, uh, don't really think there's going to be a sequel or anything like that. So, okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Who knows? Um, also, uh, I forgot to mention last week. Uh, me and the wife had had a uh, had a movie date, and we went to see went to see Scream Six. Hey. Yeah, because nice. we're big Scream fans and and the last one was pretty good even even if it's it wasn't uh done by the same people. Uh but but I kind of like the way they're actually uh, moving this sort of franchise along a different different area and how they're exploring like different stuff with and mm-hmm. also like um playing homage to the to the other four and mm. and five and six and also there's going to be another one next year so yay for that uh if they still got more story story yeah it's uh ghostface in manhattan it's like it's like jason takes manhattan <laughs> <laughs> a lot and a lot of references to different slashes as well and uh it's really good and you should get on it kennel yeah, yeah i really should i need i need to sit down and watch all of the screen movies they're a bit of fun. It's, it's it, not yeah. yeah. Uh, the the original three, the original trilogy, uh, was at a time where, um, not necessarily poking fun, but it's also being self-referential to the actual genre itself. So, it, yeah. it's ahead of its time, and um, yeah, and then. And then these uh, following movies are sort of a good add-on to the, to to the to, to the mythos of Ghostface. So yeah, it's really good. Nice. Yeah. So those are the movies, TV shows, because um, uh, I'm actually starting to write something. So I'm actually diving back into something that uh, I just remembered that uh, I haven't finished watching. I'm re-watching Twin Peaks. Um, I've watched ah. the original two series, uh, but I haven't finished the revival se- series, like season... I don't know what you call it, but it's like season three. Um, mm. Because I forgot where, where I was, and each episode in the revival series is like an hour, uh, an hour and 30 long, because David Lynch is a, is a mad fucking genius. 
And <laughs> yeah, not not for everyone, David Lynch. I mean, I remember mm. I remember uh, Phil and Wayne when they were doing a, a race ahead, and Phil was not having a good time. <laughs> uh, yeah it's right. a it's quite a unique experience when it comes to david lynch and his movies mm. and his ideals and everything like that so i'm ha- having fun going back to twin peaks and hopefully finishing nice. the, the rest of it and also just to tie into what you've been watching i'm guessing is the latest episode of ted lasso as well yeah and mm-hmm. very interesting things. Um, I'm. I don't want to downplay it, but I think the the writing in in this season is hasn't been the same par as the other series. Uh, maybe because I Ooh. I'm not actually binge watching the entire thing, and I'm watching it weekly, which you should be. But mm. <laughs> I don't know. It's. Uh, I don't know where it's going and what what's it doing. So probably yeah, that, that's fair. But probably when the season is finished, I'll I'll I'll, I'll do the umbrella um, analysis and oh okay, I see where they're going. So yeah, it's been a bit weird, but funny nonetheless. Mm. I'm really enjoying it. Mm. Yes. So Kendall. Yes. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. <laughs> yes, I also watched Ted Lasso, uh, episode four, I think it is, Yeah, of the new season. Um, I, yeah, I really liked it. I think I kind of I get, kind of agree with what you're saying because I, I am also not entirely sure where it's building towards, although I think it might, like this episode kind of, like part of me kind of, like, okay, spoilers for Ted Lasso, but part of me kind of wants Nate to remain sort of this antagonist um Mm. i i do i do appreciate that that's obviously not the plan um because you know we saw glimpses of him this week showing remorse remorse yeah Mm -hmm. um and i i kind of like the the fact that he's he's not completely you know left behind um who he is i suppose he hasn't completely sold his soul yet. Um, so, yeah, so it's nice to see that. But at the same time, he's still obviously having a lot of trouble um, trying to figure out what side he's really on, I guess. Um, you know, so, I'm, I, I, yeah, I guess the, the season's kind of, excuse me, seems to be like maybe his storyline is one of the big focuses. Yeah. Um, I'm also just I'm also just really loving the... Um, the bromance between Jamie and Roy that's kind of developing. <laughs> um, I just, I thought that, yeah, they were really good this sort week. Sort of a love-hate um, relationship ever since season one. When <coughs> yeah, I kind of get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm here for them, that's for sure. But yeah, it was it was a great episode. I really enjoyed episode four. I thought it was firing on all cylinders. Um, but I was cringing at certain parts because I was like, no, why are you doing that? Why, why? You know, the the team decided to just Throw everything you know, away. rage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it pissed me off so much. But it was it was good television, but I was like, oh, god damn it. God damn it. Mm. Um, 
Uh, yeah, so Ted Lasso is great. Uh, I also went to the cinema this week, of course, uh, and I watched an Australian film called Of an Age. Um, and this is a film that was filmed entirely in Melbourne, um, uh, based in Melbourne, and uh, it's set during two time periods, 1999 and 2010, and it's about um, two young men who fall in love with each other at the wrong time. Um, and, you know, they, they kind of, they reconnect after, you know, 11 years, um, but it doesn't go exactly the way either of them would have hoped. And it's just kind of fraught with a lot of intense emotion and feelings and just, but really beautiful as well. It was a really beautifully made movie. Um, and the performances from the cast were just exceptional and, yeah, and it was so Aussie and so Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, it felt very authentic. Yeah. I know um, that location. I know nice. that location. Oh, I'm out of the movie now. <laughs> mm. That's why we like American was... stuff, where we, everything's foreign. Yeah. Well, I was watching it thinking, oh, is this how Americans feel when they, like, watch a movie that's set in their town or city or whatever? I'm like, oh, now I know. Not that I haven't seen a movie set in Melbourne before, but... I just mean, you know, they yeah. were dropping, they were dropping names like Watsonia and Altona and and, <laughs> and St Kilda and shit, and I'm just like, what's going? Yeah, I can't is, imagine people living. There's a beautiful. Yeah, sorry. Oh no, go go. You, I'm changing the the thought. You yeah, go. that's right. I, I can't imagine people living in Vancouver would th- would think watching all these shows is like, wait a minute, this is this isn't New York. This isn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's like when we watch the power rangers movie and it's like that's not angel grove that's sydney hmm. that's quite clearly the opera house and the coat yes. what the hell what the hell and the monorail yeah and the monorail, monorail. r.i.p monorail. <laughs> monorail. um yes but yeah of an Mono. age beautiful <laughs> dope dope uh, <laughs> it's a it's a beautiful beautiful film that I highly recommend uh, people check out. Um, and then I suppose two other things I'll mention quickly. Uh, I've uh, halfway through season two of The Legend of Vox Machina. Yeah, I've uh, finished that so, as well. You finished it? Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I should spoil where I got up to then, but I'm at the end of episode six when you know. Grog, Grog has kind of lost control of the, the sword and happened mm. to shank a particular individual. And I, we all kind of gasp, like, what the hell? Um, so, <laughs> yes, uh, continuing to be a very fantastic show. Um, yeah, um, I think so far I'm pref- I prefer season one, but that's not to say this is a bad season. It's definitely not. It's just different to season one. Yeah. Um, so, but it's, it's, it's so well done. Um, I'm really, really enjoying it. So I can't wait to watch more. Probably we'll get that finished this week, I reckon. Um, and lastly, another TV show I started watching. So it's a short little thing on Netflix. Mike, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but you really, really should watch it. Um, have you heard of Kunk on Earth? Um, <laughs> No. No? <laughs> Kunk on Earth. Kunk on Earth. Okay. So it's a mockumentary series um, about human history. 
essentially. Um, And it is, um, I got to get the name of the woman. She's, she's a a comedic actress who's been in uh, other things. Diane Morgan is her name. She plays this um, presenter, um, presenter uh, by the name of Philomena Kunk. Um, and she's oh, just, yeah. yeah, she's going around interviewing actual like experts in, in certain fields and asking them questions that really don't make any sense. Um, and it's, it's so funny. Like, <laughs> it's just hysterical. Like, you know, if you're, fa- if you're anyone watching, listening is a fan of British humor in particular, you will really get a kick out of it. Um, and at the same time, it's, you actually do learn stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's not a, sh- it's not a show where you would expect to learn anything, but it does kind of still take you through like, at the same time, it's taking the piss out of documentaries. Um, but it, it does also take you through human history and tell things accurately. So it's a nice kind of, um, I suppose juxtaposition of just, the re- realism with with uh, with comedy and satire, and it's 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 so expertly done, and I don't know how she deadpans so well. Like the things she's actually asking these poor professors and lecturers and 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 doctors about all these different historical things and oh and mispronunciation of words and just oh it's I won't say any more. It's just watch it. It's so. It's so good. It's only five episodes. Yeah. Um, and they're and they're half an hour each. So I think I've seen I've like seen bits and pieces three. on TikTok, and I thought, oh, I'm, I don't understand the context of this. Okay, so yep. Apparently, yeah. apparently she's been doing it for a while, and like different. Yeah. Like kunk on Britain, kunk on uh, Shakespeare. Mm. Yeah, it came from. Yeah, I think it it spurred from some. TV show, um, in the in the UK. Yeah, I see, she's done some other stuff. Yeah, I'm just looking at that now. Yeah, but I, I think I swear I read someone said she. Yeah, she was on. Would make sense. Sort of, sort of like a British Daily Show thing where she was like a correspondent. I yeah, think. yeah, I think something like that. Kind of, kind of like a, um, a Sasha Baron Cohen uh, version. Yeah. Of, of uh, interviewing like high-profile people who actually know their stuff and it's, like, just making a m- mockery. Yeah, oh, pretty yeah. much. Um, yeah, give it give it a look. Mm. You'll, I reckon you'll enjoy, Definitely, I reckon I'll, you'll enjoy I'll, it. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, like, like my um, little onset autism, I'll, I'll dive into that and, like, te- and pretty much it'll be my, my two weeks. Hmm. All good. Looks oh, good. good. Well, that is uh, my weekly watchings, our weekly watchings, which means it's time to get into the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most S, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. <laughs> I'm Put like you all a the way Muppet. back there. <laughs> You're like a Muppet. Yay! Like um, 
Like I'm up at Oh, all right. Dirty news time. Uh, now this week, it's pretty much just going to be focusing on uh, uh, some of the announcements that came out of Star Wars Celebration, because um, you know that's happening now instead of May for some reason. In London. Um, in London. In London town. So. Um, yeah, so there's just a lot of really cool things to unpack, starting with the fact that we have three new Star Wars movies on the way. Three, count them three. Um, I mean, yeah, we were going to get more Star Wars um, movies eventually. That um, was definitely a thing that was going to happen. Um, so... This is no surprise, and it's kind of nice to see that they're, you know, actually going, okay, we're finally going to start ramping up to a return to the, to the cinema, um, which is really cool. And they've gotten some pretty great directors um, to helm these three films um, with Dave Filoni, James Mangold, and Sharmin Obey Chinoy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um... It's quite quite interesting yeah. that the only one that you're sort of worried about is Dave Filoni. Uh, why do you say that? Well, he's only done uh, television. It will be his first movie. And oh, so is this is going to be his feature debut? Pretty oh. much. Okay. Like he's that he's done cartoons. He's done yes animation. He's mm-hmm. now dipped his toe into live action. And this is going to be his. He's going to be his. Uh, his big, big one. Yes, this is the big one. Um, yeah, I can. I can understand there might be some reservations around Mr. Well, Filoni taking up the helm. Not, not, not as a criticism. It's just the only one that has the least experience is the one that is in good hands at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's. His his film is probably the one, one of the ones that I'm I'm excited about because you know it's kind of gonna probably there's the speculation that it's gonna be excuse me a theatrical conclusion or wrap up or something or pay off for a lot of the threads that are being done at the moment with um, Mandalorian and Boba Fett and Ahsoka <laughs> coming up soon, um so that could be cool and plus it's yeah it's Dave Filoni and he seems to as we obviously know he's got a really good handle on star wars um so it's i think it's a a win-win for him to direct a live action movie um james mangold i think that's that's great obviously Mm. lucasfilm have have great faith in him um indiana jones 5 still has not come out at the cinema will be in a couple of months but um for them to go you know let's double down and get him to direct a star wars movie that's um yeah i think that only means good things for mm. for indie and for uh, and for the future star wars star wars films his movie is apparently gonna uh go back to the dawn of the jedi um that is really all we know um the one of the three that kind of piqued my interest the most though and probably actually has the concern around it unfortunately um is uh, Charmin obeyed Chinoy's film um, because it is going to be set following the events of the rise of Skywalker and will feature the return of Daisy Ridley as Rey. 
as she uh, builds a new Jedi Order, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't need this. Um, if if we are getting this, obviously we are getting this, uh, but I, I, I just, I hope it kind of redeems certain aspects of the Rise of Skywalker, which, you know, they're trying to do. We talk about endlessly they're trying to do um, on, um, you know, Bad Batch and Andor and all these other shows, um, Mandalorian. But, um, but yeah, just, I don't know. I'm still a bit sour, I suppose, after the way the Skywalker saga wrapped up. Um, so, um, but, I mean, look, Daisy Ridley was wonderful as Rey. Um, I thought she, she gave a really great performance. You know, the writing choices are not her fault. So um, it'll be interesting to see what she does um, going forward, the character, what the character does, and how Rey goes about, you know, carrying on the legacy that Luke and Leia, you know, kind of bestowed upon her. Um as now that now that she's you know Ray Skywalker, so um, which is interesting. Yeah. But yeah, and and maybe they'll maybe they'll go into the whole dyad thing again, or like the duality of her, the fact that she has a yellow saber. Um, you know, maybe they'll explore that kind of complexity to her. Hopefully, we'll see. Um, but yeah, big things, big big things. Michael, Hello. Um, what? How, do, how how are you feeling about all this? Do you have a favourite of the three, or are you just looking forward to them all, or what do you reckon? Uh, they sort of have their own sort of elements, and I quite like that. That it's not necessarily a, a trilogy version that we're going to get. And I mean, they're probably going to stay clear from uh, the episodic um, versions. I think they're just going to do standalone ones, which is mm. good because we 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 we're done we're done that. Three times now. Yeah. No more. And yeah, I like the fact to. that they're in different um, uh, eras of the mm. Star Wars mythos. You have one that's mm-hmm. pretty much a prequel to the prequel series, which, uh, and only, and would have no characters that we know, um, it being like a biblical story. And and how the Jedi's came to be. So it's going to be bits and pieces of the First Order sort of tied into there, which is good, uh, with the Acolyte as well. That's the uh, Acolyte mm. series as well. That's coming out later. And um, and the future, and we got a future one, like all the way to the into the future. So uh, I think it's just going to be a standalone, how we're going to... Um, build forward. I think that's probably a testing ground. It's like, well, if we're going to continue with Star Wars, we 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 got to like not do what we've been doing so far of putting individual stories in between like bits and pieces because then you got nothing to n- nothing to um, tackle that is too like drastically out of the ordinary because you can't. Because you're you're set in your ways of what characters need to do later, and and you can mm-hmm. invent new characters, but they can't really do something like like sustain uh, like would change the entire thing. 
unless they do go through like time travel and and they sort of tackled that in uh rebels uh the tv uh, tv series which you should watch <laughs> i think i might have to yeah yeah it, it's all right the fir- first season's like 13 episodes then 26 then 26 and thir- uh, 13 again so it's not impossible but um uh, get get yeah. on it and just make sure you you stick with the first first season because it's 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 still finding its feet and all that. It's yeah, like Parks and Rec, yeah, okay. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> which I haven't seen. Um, yeah, uh, and also the Dave Filoni. It's uh, they have said. I'm not sure if it's true or not that this would be like the cap on the Mandoverse. So we'll probably not get mm. it until. Uh, the Mandalorian finishes up, and I think they, uh, I think they said they they they've already got ideas for season five, so we'll probably not probably not get the um, movie until like uh, two thousand and twenty eight. That's a weird thing to say. Mm. <laughs> two thousand twenty eight <laughs> or two thousand two thousand thirty. <laughs> 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 We're living in the future. <laughs> We are. Yeah, anything past 2015 is just weird to me. <laughs> anyway, yep. um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat excited uh, of the aspects of what they do. They they do cater for different, like, areas. And to continue the, the Ray story is pretty good. Uh, and getting Daisy Ridley back, I'm, I, <laughs> I have said that it, it would be interesting if they get the original three back, so... I'm not expecting them to bring back Isaac or or um or, or Boyega. I think that no, me either. Sadly. I think that I think that bridge is definitely burnt. So mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So yeah, and <sighs> Star Wars Celebration was 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 great apparently. <laughs> and yeah, the little things yes. that have been sprinkled along, but can we can continue? We can continue. Yes. Um, yes, well, next, uh, our next thing to talk about quickly is the fact that, uh, Lars Mikkelsen will be reprising his role as Grand Admiral Thrawn Hmm. in Ahsoka. Um, so that's pretty exciting. I actually, because I haven't seen Rebels, I didn't realize that he did the voice, um, for Thrawn in the show. So that's, that's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, so it's, it's nice to see that they've, um you know, gotten him to, you know, similar to Katie Sackhoff, obviously transitioning from doing the voice to actually bodying physically the character you, you played. Mm. Um, I definitely love to see that. So, yeah, so really, really good. Uh, I mean, we'll talk about the Ahsoka trailer soon, um, so I won't really go too much into detail, but I, I, I really don't know much about Thrawn apart from the fact that, yeah, Ahsoka is, has, has some ties to him. And she's trying to, you know, prevent him from rising once again, it seems. Because um, uh, he sounds like quite the formidable villain. Um, and uh, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him uh, on screen uh, and getting to getting acquainted with this with this villain, um, Thrawn. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that's all I really got to say. What about what about you, Mike? Is this is this is this cool? Is this pretty cool? Uh, yeah, this is pretty cool. Um, sorry, lost sounds. 
Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, it's like the biggest speculation is probably who's going to be playing Thorn, uh, Thrawn. And um, <clears throat> uh, it was either cast by voice or cast by look. And a lot of people saying, well, it would be cool if you get someone, someone like uh, Michael Fassbender because he actually has that mm. sort of look uh, within the show, like the sort of striking chisel draw. But they, they, they did by voice, and that's even better because it's already been established. And if he doesn't look quite the same as the cartoon, which is fine. I mean, a lot of people has, uh, had the same sort of gripes with... Um, uh, uh, Cat Bane and Ahsoka. It's like, oh, they don't look the same as the, the cartoon that's already stylized. So they need to be exactly that. No, uh, and even uh, with Rebels, uh, it looks a whole lot different than um than the Clone Wars. Um, mm. that's why a lot of things were that that looked a bit different. So. Uh, and once you get to say this is just a interpretation of of a story, then I think it's it's fine. And I mean, we've already got uh, Zeb being being re-portrayed by by Bloom, so there, there's that. Uh, and yeah, I think the same person who does uh, Hera is the same voice actress. I can't remember, but. No, it's not. No, it's not. So, all right, scratch that, reverse it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. All, all, all for the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the evil guy from, um, uh, the evil guy from Sherlock. That have you seen that episode yes. of Sherlock? I've seen all of it. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that twist at the end. Mm. Yeah, where where he doesn't have like a computer or filing cabinets or anything like that. He has his own mind palace. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is a foe that's worth needs a bullet to the head. Spoilers. Yeah, so yeah. he can do sinister good and, stuff, and he, yes, he can, and he's good in rebels as well for a, a formidable foe that uh, is different from any other like leader in the empire. Because he deals with stuff that the Empire would probably not take heed in uh, finding out who the Rebellion is. So I'll just leave it at that. It's it's really great. You should get on it. (laughs) I should. You should get on it yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Yesterday. You should time travel and go back and do better. Yes. Okay. Our next item in the Star Wars Celebration Roundup um, is the fact that according to Kathleen Kennedy, um, the Lando Calrissian series is still happening Mm. and with Donald Glover. Um, So that makes me very happy to hear this news um, because one of the things I've said for a while is that... um, uh, Donald Glover was as a younger Lando was probably one of the high, the biggest highlights of the solo movie. I reckon mm. um, he did a he did an exceptional job. He really capturing uh, without strictly imitating 
um, Billy D. Williams' performance. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was I thought it was really really good. Um, yeah, she couldn't really say too much about what's going on with it, but she just all she did say was just said, "I can just tell you, it's still happening," and he's very excited about it. Um, referring to Donald Glover there. So yeah, so bring on a bring on a Lando Calrissian series. Um, as for what it would be about, I mean. I don't know, maybe something to do with Cloud City. We go back to Cloud City and see. That'd be cool to see what that looks like with, you know, modern visual effects. Mm. Um, I thought, I think that might be pretty cool. But yeah, um, like the early um, days I don't know. Him, I'm open to whatever. Yeah, early days of him taking over Cloud City. Mm. And yeah. going from smuggler to politician. Yeah, That'd be interesting. yeah, that... It would be interesting. Yeah, are you look looking forward to this, Mike? Are you you happy that it's still happening? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's. Mm, I don't want to say no, but out of all of them, it's mm, my least, probably my least. Like, uh, oh yeah, Lando Calrissian. What is he going to do? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's something that I can't really think of. I mean, I like Donald Glover, um, mm. no disputing that, and I really need to get into uh, Atlanta, or Atlantis. Um, Atlanta, yeah, I've, I've heard it's quite good. Yeah, it's on Disney+, Plus, so I've got no excuse, but I'll put it on my list of things I need to, need to finish watching. So, yes. yeah, but I want to see, I want to see a spec strip, I want to see, like, a synopsis first. Yeah, I would like yeah what it's about. Hmm. All yeah, tents and purposes. Um... Mm. It's all tents and purposes of having. Oh, we're going to do this. Is like, oh yeah, cool. And <laughs> look at a yes and here. Yes and yes and well, our last thing to talk about um, is uh, the fact that. Uh, we should hopefully, fingers crossed, be getting Andor season two in August of um, 2024. So that'll be almost two years since the first season started airing on Disney Plus. Um, so Tony Gilroy um, said that they started shooting season two back in November, um, and that they're, they're about halfway through filming, um, and they're going to be shooting through until August. Um, so yeah, twelve months for post production, and then uh, go from there, I suppose. Nice. Um, yeah. Apparently, they showed some clips from what they've shot so far. Um, there's a part where apparently Mon Mothma says, "If we do not stand together, we will be crushed." Um, and it also showed uh, a footage of obviously Cassian, uh, Deidre, uh, Cyril, and uh, Bix. So, yeah, so a lot of our uh, characters from season one will be returning as well, it looks like. So that's really good. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be bittersweet, obviously, because it's the second and final season of the show. But, I mean, we don't really need to drag this one out because no. um, the, qual- the quality of it is so good. Um, I, think we'll be, I think we'll be very happy with what we get. So, 
I can't wait for next year. Um, Michael, mm. uh, you you excited about Andor season two? I am very excited, um, especially with the first Andor, like just taking like a property and like disassembling it and changing it and and having a unique voice is always good. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. uh, I do like Mandalorian, as I've said before, but. Uh, Mandalorian is always good for like the feel goods and the, and the hey I get that reference and and the strange cameos, uh... <laughs> which we'll talk about later. Yes. Um, yeah, yes. I'm really looking forward to this, and I like the fact that uh, they're saying well they're just going to do two seasons and that's it because that's the story that we want want to take place. It takes place like right before it, uh, mm-hmm. Rogue One. So, will it lead up to the the elements of the start of that movie? We don't know because that's what that's what um, Rogue One did. It sort of let led up to a new hope. It's like you can actually take the credits off and just put a smack in in front of the movie, and it's the same scene. It's all good. Love mm-hmm. it. Love it. Yeah. Excellent. Mm. Yeah, that's going to be good. I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping they do a similar thing to how Rogue One literally backed itself completely into A New Hope. Mm. Like, you can watch them, like, sequentially so easily. So I'm really hoping they do something uh, with, with, with Cassian um, within that regard. But um, we will see. And Alan Tudyk. It's going to be worth the wait. It's going to be a robot. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, they're gonna bring. Yeah, they're gonna bring back K two S O. Please, 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 please. Yes, they have said already that it's happening. So, but um, <laughs> I I look forward to that. Also, I it'd be nice if we got like a a, a Ben Mendelsohn appearance. But um, well, I mean, I, I I think he he he, is. he he did show up in Bad Batch. Oh, he is. I think he is. I heard I heard something that. He's coming back because I don't know because he only did one line in Bad Batch. It's like it's a bit weird. Yeah, he's just coming back just for one line. Don't know when they could get anybody really. Yeah, I reckon <coughs> it'd be stupid not to. <clears throat> they would be stupid not to. Yeah. That's correct. And he'll, he, yes, and he'll be there as Grand Admiral. Uh, do, doing his uh, doing his uh, gonna call the stormtroopers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yes, exactly like that. Yeah, he's so good. He's so good. Well, speaking of Mendo, speaking um, of Ben, <laughs> speaking of Ben. Uh, also, uh, um, that's our nerdy news. Yes. Also, just to tack on for the Star Wars celebrations, apparently Taika Waititi's mm-hmm. movie, Star Wars movie, is still going ahead. Oh, great. Mm. Good, good, good. Don't know when, don't know what it's about. Cool. <laughs> cool, we're getting it. <laughs> we're getting it anyway. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's good. I'm sure it'll be good. Let's see. Mm. We shall see. We shall see. <laughs> okay, we shall see. All right, that's nerdy news. That's our wrap-up of Star Wars Celebration. Don't worry, if we left anything out, there is some... A little bit more Star Wars stuff coming up in Trailer Park as we roll on up. 
Sorry. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. He had. That was great. Thank you. <laughs> the podcast that refuses to behave. Yeah. On point. Yeah, video is sort of um, it's got a delay, Bagging. so I wasn't sure if you were going to say it or not. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. I hate technology. Ah. Uh, Yes, me too. It's a, although we probably shouldn't curse it too much because As we this... haven't had any major glitches oh, for yeah. a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As the second doctor once said, I hate computers and refuse to be bullied by them. <laughs> uh, nice. Nice. Okay. Speaking All right. Trailer Park. We... Speaking of Doctor Who? Yeah, speaking of Doctor Who. Speaking of Doctor Who. Sorry. Speaking of Doctor Who. I don't... <laughs> I'm trying to... Brain's trying to unpack what a Doctor Who reference you might be making with what I'm about to talk about. Um, <laughs> um, we have an epic, epic, epic trailer park uh, to get through because basically everyone this week was like, yeah, have have every trailer. Have all of them. Happy One Easter. One day after the other. <sighs> Happy Easter. Have everything. Um, so... Yes, so we're going to start with, of course, our uh, Marvel trailer, Marvelous. Um, MCU trailer. Speaking of Marvelous, Ben Mendelsohn. This is the... Speaking of Ben Mendelsohn, exactly. This is uh, our second trailer for Secret Invasion. Um, mm, uh, very different to the first trailer. I mean, there were some shots that were used again, but um, just, yeah, it was kind of... Put together a bit differently, didn't, and it didn't, you know, showed us, a bit, I think, a bit more of who this might be. This guy who's going around blow, blowing things up and has tentacles for arms, um, for reasons. Um, but um, but yeah, we still don't really know exactly what the story is. All we know is that you know Fury's been away, obviously, and now the time has come for him to return um, to the fight for one last one last go of it. Um, so this really just seems like Nick Fury's swan song in a way, and probably, uh, a, a farewell to like the last remnants of the, you know, the OG MCU, like going back, like this movie, this, this series has, has strong winter soldier vibes to it. Um, which I think is really cool. And it was nice to see little glimpses of, not just Nick Fury, but, you know, seeing Maria Hill return, seeing um, Everett Ross return, um, you know, and then, of course, you've got um, uh, Talos coming back, Olivia Coleman's character, Amelia Clark's character, who they announced is actually, she's Talos's daughter. Mm. So she's the young Skrull from uh, Captain Marvel, all grown up. Um, so I think that's pretty cool as well but yeah it looks it looks fantastic it looks intense i'm here for finding out if, um one well wondering if they're going to go down the route of who's a scroll and who's real um i mean secret invasion that's basically the the whole idea um so i'm just very curious as to how they're gonna uh, execute the whole thing but it looks really well made and really nice to finally get <laughs> a trailer for it <laughs> and some clarification as to when the hell this is coming out, because we also got a release date 
obviously. So, um, yeah, so good, good stuff. Good stuff. I, I am very excited for this show. Um, what did you make of this trailer, Michael? I love this trailer. And I love the fact mm. that they are um, doing something different. Uh, and as you said, it's going going back to like um, a spy thriller, espionage thriller sort of vibe with like the Winter Soldier and all that, like with like all King's men. And it's, yeah. it's great. I, I, I love the fact that Marvel can actually start doing like, well, this movie is about this particular genre and this is just a bit of fun, you know, in the quantum realm, you know. Uh, and mm. you, you got like a holiday special and and also uh, this is a halloween episode and they should be yeah. do, doing that doing that more and I, and i just love the fact that they're just going to th- throw doing big swings and hopefully get big good swings pay- yes get good payoffs and understandable that nick fury is probably going to hang up his eye patch because Mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson is getting on a bit, so you can't. Yes, you can't really be Nick Fury like forever. So no. So yeah, and and uh, having a lot of people uh, coming back from uh, Captain Marvel, it's always good. And ramifications of Earthbound uh, stories within the Marvel universe as well, and not necessarily the mm-hmm. big threat of Kang. So yeah. And I, and I loved it. Um, the 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 scroll, maybe scroll, uh, with uh, the tentacles for arms. Uh, apparently, people are speculating that this is a super scroll. Uh, how? Oh, yeah. So how scrolls can mimic um, other people? Uh, the uh, these like new sort of super scrolls can actually manipulate. Uh, characteristics of superhumans so a lot of people saying well that sort of looks like Groot Groot's arms and doing stuff Mm. so we could could have like scrolls that can do super power things because the original one was um, super scroll uh, had all the uh, um, elements of the Fantastic Four how, Mm. how you got Sue Storm and and Mr. Fantastic and Stretchy and and Thing and, and Fire and Invisibility. Uh, but, but of course, we haven't established um, the Fantastic Four in the MCU yet, so you can't really do that. So they're probably going to take different powers from different, um, uh, different people with probably similar aspects, like you've got Groot and you've got... Uh, I don't know, Thor's lightning. I don't know. Mm. Who knows? But cool. And it's just an underground, underground, like sort of, uh, you know, uh, Night of the Triffids or, or uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Can't wait. Looks fun. When is this coming out, Kendall? So I can yes. put it in my diary. Yes. Secret Invasion will begin streaming on Disney Plus on the 21st of June. Two months. Two and a half months. Two months. Yes. Can't really do Two months. Total Recall thing. Two weeks. This isn't a Netflix <laughs> show. 
within two no. weeks. No. Within two weeks. All right. Uh, next trailer, we're going to cross the pond to DC um, because we have our first glimpse at Blue Beetle. Um, now, this looks fun, I will say. It looks like a good time. Um, I hope it is a good time. I redo. I just, it's just, again, it's just bittersweet because it's the, you know, the beginning of the end for the DCEU sort of thing. Like, it's just hard to really get invested in a lot of these movies because they're not going to lead anywhere. Um, unless, I mean, this movie would have to be insanely successful for James Gunn and Peter Safran to be like, oh, we're going to we're gonna keep Blue Beetle around. Um, because, you know, he hasn't been in anything else so far. This is his live-action debut. This is the DCEU debut of the character. So mm. who knows? If it makes a billion dollars, maybe they'll, maybe they'll keep him around. Um, which would be nice, too, because it's, it was really, it's really cool to see um, Jolo Maraduena actually doing something other than play Miguel mm. on Cobra Kai. Um, so yeah, he looks like he's having a, a good time with this character. Um, and I, yeah, I know nothing about Blue Beetle, but, um, so it was a kind of, it was a good trailer to kind of set up what this hero is supposed to be. Um, like I knew there was something with a suit, but I didn't really know to what extent. And it kind of looked a bit like Yellow Jacket meets Iron Man, um, <laughs> sort of a thing. In the design, which was kind of interesting. A lot of DC fans going, how dare you? How very dare you? (laughs) Yeah, of course, I'm going to make an MCU reference, a Marvel reference, talking about a DC thing. Yeah, two of them. Both pools. Um, Both both pools. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no, I I hope it's good. It looks like the, the, the action, like styling of it looks really cool. Um, and yeah, I know. I, I just, I just want it to be good. I just, I just want it to be good. I want to have a good time. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want any negative back backlash against this movie. I just want it to come out, do well, and we'll just move on. Like that's, like, I'm not asking for much. Like, I think it will. I mean, you say it yourself, it looks like a bit of fun. I don't think it's going to like touch like any new ground. It definitely has that no, sort probably of not. funness that. DC has been lacking for a while and mm. because there's no real uh especially in the trailer there's no real uh connection to any of the um established DC properties i mean there there is the um batman line uh which speaking of which i want to make it perfectly clear being a <laughs> batman fan he is not wrong <laughs> <laughs> He is I, I, <laughs> he is a billionaire that takes yes. law into his own hands. Mm-hmm. And he beats people from an inch of their lives so they can put them in jail. He is not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to comment on that line. Fantastic. I, I, I enjoyed it. It's like, yeah. Enough, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sure Focus. is. Focus. Okay. I hate this. There you go. I hate this thing. A- anyway, um, yeah, it it looks like a bit of fun. Looks like uh, a bit of a coming of age, finding your own 
meaning in life and and it's also a good good uh, representation uh, well yeah representation of of a, a a latin family like latin superhero come on and that that's always good and i reckon i reckon it's probably going to be loosely tied within you, you can sort of cross out cross over to what they're going to do with the rest of dc because um originally this uh movie was going to be straight to streaming uh like uh Batgirl, yeah. and it didn't get the cull as as the rest of them just to save a bit no. of money so there's probably there probably is like stuff behind the scenes going hmm maybe we can still salvage this and it can still be a yeah. part of something where with Batgirl um it had it had huge tie-ins to the rest of the the to the mm. DCEU the old DCEU with with uh with Commissioner Gordon being being JK Simmons and I think it was yeah and it had Keating as Batman um mm-hmm. and then Flash is doing whatever it's doing so we don't know what's going to happen at the end of that but yeah, I think I think yeah. When is this coming out so I can watch it? Yes, Blue Beetle um, is uh, I think the oh along with one of our other things, one of the latest things in Trailer Park this week to come out. It'll be out in cinema seventeenth of August. Oh, so a while. So we've got four months. Yeah, a little while. So a couple more trailers. A little while and TV spots. Yes. Yes, we will definitely be getting more. Um, that is for sure. Okay. Next trailer. We're back with Marvel, but it's Sony Marvel this time because this is our second trailer for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. This is what I was waiting for. I don't care what anyone says. I didn't like the first trailer. It was This. I'm sorry. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I, not to say that I wasn't I wasn't excited for the movie because damn Skippy I'm excited for this movie, um, and this trailer really has just amped me up for this movie like so much like just rewatching the trailer before we sat down to record I was like I can't wait to watch this yeah. <laughs> that's a really that's a really good trailer um, yeah so I mean we still don't really know exactly what the story is other than to say that clearly. Um, Miles Morales is wanting to do something that Miguel O'Hara does not want him to do. Um, so he's sort of the antagonist of this movie, which we kind of got that vibe with the first teaser, but, you know, but it was all a bit more confusing back then. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really, really curious as to what would cause, you know, Miguel to be like, nah, you, you must be stopped, Miles Morales. Um, yeah, so that's interesting, but it just looks, just looks so good. Like the, the animation in these movies is just, it's just the best. It's top tier. Like I, you can't beat it really. Um, and you know, the way every different Spider-Man is, 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 is formatted and animated and presented and the way they, when they're going through different universes, that animation changes slightly and, um, becomes more stylized. It's just very, very, very cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I can't wait to return to this world, um, and see 
all of these different versions of Spider-Man and, you know, return to some of our favourites. And, you know, Oscar Isaac is playing Miguel O'Hara, which is a very good thing. Makes me very excited. So, yeah, yeah, this is excellent. Absolutely excellent. Bring it on. Um, Mike, what did you think? Yeah, it's really good. I liked it. Um, Can we stop doing the uh, Spider-Man meme? The, the pointing at each other is like, okay, we get it. Stop it, please. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I thought it was very funny in this, but I kind of agree with you. They don't need to keep harping on about it. You've already done it. You, yeah. you did in the, the the first one. It's fine. Stop. Yeah. And you also did it in the live action, which yeah. is canon. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yes. Yeah. Doctor Strange and that nerd. Yeah, that nerd. I like that MCU mention. That was funny. Yeah, there there was a bit of contention that um, uh, they name drop um, the the world that they are nine 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 one nine 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 nine, which I I don't know. It's 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 all made up. Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because it's supposed to be like. Was it uh, universe um, three ninety five, whatever it's called? Well, we're supposed to be six. I had this exact same discussion with one of my friends um, because he's a massive Spider Man fan. Mm. Um, because yeah, ori- our original designation at MCU was what Miguel says in the trailer, which is nineteen ninety nine 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 or whatever he says. But the MCU made it designation six one six. Which is the comics. Which is the comics, yeah. So I asked him, I'm like, which is it? Because <laughs> obviously they're referring to the events of No Way Home. Um, but he's saying 199999 and not 616. What the what the fuck? And my mate was just like, no, nah, it doesn't matter. It's Spider-Man. He says it's, we're 199999 because that's what it was originally. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm confused. I'm, I, 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 think, I don't understand. I think the easiest bit is... Um... It was name dropped by uh, Mysterio, and of course Mysterio is full of shit. So you can sort of get out of a get out of jail free card with that one. And the real one right. is nineteen nine 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 of the okay. movies, and that one is actually for the comics because um, the live the live action is completely different from the comics. They ju- just take okay. elements yeah. from the comics and okay. do their own thing. Yeah. Or they, yeah. Who knows? Uh, yeah. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, every uh, Spider-Man has a a death of uh, Uncle Ben, and mm. and therefore there there is uh, Miles is probably going to lo- lose his dad, and he wants to stop that. So. And, Maybe that's what it is, and and it's the um, uh, are you are you attached by destiny or do you make your own choices? And it's going to be that that sort of a story. Um, mm. But yeah, I don't know because in the in the first movie, um, his his uncle died by his hand, so it's mm. interesting. So. I'll be watching it as well and just laughing all the way. And 
trying not to be emotion sickness because what watching that movie for the first time is like oh i'm not used to this sort of style of animation ah. mm -hmm. and it's like it's too close to me it's like watching it's like watching a Baz Luhrmann film it's like i need to watch this in the comfort of my own home with a television that's very small it's too loud <laughs> it's too loud so when is this coming out kendall uh spider-man across the spider-verse is gonna be dropping in cinemas on the first of june mm. yeah not too long less than two months what's less than two months that's so good all right switching gears completely for our fourth trailer in our dream uh, bill um is huh in our barbie camper van sorry Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is our. Um, I, they're calling it. They're still calling it a teaser trailer, um, but it's definitely more of a proper trailer than the previous one. But this is the the, the brand new trailer for Barbie, um, which kind of broke the internet this week. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, the memes. The memes are everywhere um, because. Their cleverding, their clever marketing campaign. Um, they decided to make a, a a poster generator. So all those posters of the characters within the like starburst sort of symbol. Um, yeah. You can actually put yourself in that if you want. So and people have been uh, putting other you know fictional characters in there and making funny slogans and it's it's been very entertaining. Yeah. Mm. And there's also a filter it on is... TikTok that that decides what you are for you, which is pretty fun. Oh, that's cool. Mm. That's cool. I like that. Um, yeah, this was this is a great a great little look at um what we can you know sort of expect with the Barbie movie. Um, it looks fantastic. Just seeing what a Barbie like world would look like. Um, in live action is is pretty pretty cool. They've done a very good job with the aesthetics and the production design and the costuming and all of that. Um, so it's just it's just lovely. And there's lots of little Easter eggs um, to be spotted within uh, in terms of you know the different versions of Barbie and Ken that are being portrayed on screen um, and what kind of houses and cars and things that they use and and, and all of that. It's just yeah, it's really cool. Um, nice to see, um, at least from this trailer, it looks like that Simu Lu has kind of got a, a big part in this. Mm. Nice to see getting some action in this, in this movie. Um, I kind of am here for him, uh, and, and Ryan Gosling's Ken being like these nemes nemeses. Um, <laughs> they're going to beach off. Um, <laughs> very funny um yeah it this movie just looks like it's going to be bonkers uh, a lot of fun uh something to do with barbie margot robbie's barbie going into the real world and will ferrell is playing the head of mattel or something to that effect it seems i don't know mm. but um yeah there's going to be some fish out of water elements here which are, are going to be quite enjoyable and it's also just really nice to see ryan gosling looking like he's having a great time because 
he does a he plays a lot of serious characters. He doesn't smile much. <laughs> um so I, I think it's kind of nice to see him do something a little bit different than what he usually does. Um and I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying one so far. So yeah. Um I can't wait to watch this. <laughs> I never thought I'd say I can't wait to watch the Barbie movie, but yeah, I think all of us are feeling a bit like that this week. So it's good. Mm. It's good. Um, Michael, uh, what did you make of this trailer? Um, I'm probably more excited to watch this than Oppenheimer. Oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, explain. Um, I don't know, because both both movies are sort of tackling so, probably something a bit more serious than than what is portrayed. I mean, Oppenheimer is going to be like you take the cat out of the bag of uh, nuclear reactions, and how mm-hmm. that pretty much has set the ter- ter- uh, the terms for war like forever. And yeah, and with Barbie, ever since seeing like them doing like a parody version of uh, two thousand one, a space odyssey, and how how that dictates like man how, how we're created by our own own image and that sort of circle within uh, mankind and all that and how they put the um the uh the 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 spear spire Mm. uh, and made that a barbie so this is probably going to be tackling a bit more um issues than a fish out of water it's like oh isn't it fun that a, a real life barbie is sort of being around in the real world it's like yeah, she's probably going to notice how she like affects like the rest of the world, and it's going to be a, a deep and meaningful sort of uh, aspect of of uh, what is femininity. Uh, is is it supposed to be like oh, uh, use sex? Does sex sell? A se- like a sexual icon, being of Barbie, and in this trailer, you you see like Ken and Barbie. It's like why don't what why don't we like spend the night together? It's like well, and do what? I don't know. It's like in this world is like sexless. It's all artificial mm. and everything. And then they're going to be into the real world. It's not going. It's not going to be the opposite of of um uh, of the real world reacting to to this sort of alien that ca- comes from. It's going to be the opposite. We're going to be seeing the world. Uh, through Barbie's eyes, it's like, wow, this is this is this is maybe horrible. Like, I'm I'm expecting a lot of misogyny, like shit, and how how that's going to be an aspect of, of this actual movie. And I'm a bit more excited about that because that's because I haven't seen that because I am uh, quintessentially male, and I and Barbie was sort of made for like like. Uh, a role, a role model for 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 women, like from a very young age, and something to aspire to. Even though her dimensions are all wrong, <laughs> so so I'm I don't know. I'm a bit more excited to to to, to watch this movie than than Oppenheimer in a w- weird way. Uh, I'll get a lot out of it. I mean, it's going to be a good double feature when that day comes. Mm. When is that day going to come? I'm going to tell you later. But I love the. F- fact that the simpsons predicted this thing from happening have you seen that meme really no 
because when they were doing the uh, Malibu Stacy doll thing with uh, yeah with uh, Lisa, um, Lisa making a new one, and mm. and there's a scene with uh with Kent Brockheimer, uh, sort of. Uh, talking about this new doll is like you. You may think it's weird talking about this new this new doll for a thirty for thirty thirty minutes, but I don't care. It's it's awesome. And then and then it's and then it's going to be the end of the news. And then the final was like, oh yeah, and the president got arrested. The trailer for Barbie dropped when Trump got impeached. Got got indicted. So the Simpsons predicted this again. Oh my god! Yeah. What? Mm, mm, mm. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I got nothing. You got nothing. I, that's that's perfect. Yeah. That's just perfect. Wow. So the Simpsons did it again. They're Nostradamus. And when is this movie coming out, Kendall? Ah, uh, yes. When is this movie coming out? Well, uh, it will be in the cinemas on the 20th of July. Be there or um, be rectangle shape. Yeah. Um, I did want to just add quickly, I, I do kind of appreciate your, your statement about Barbie over Oppenheimer, probably because with Oppenheimer, you kind of... Even though it's Christopher Nolan, you st- I think you're going to go in and knowing exactly what you're going to get. Hmm. Whereas Barbie, I I think all bets are off. <laughs> yeah, I think it's surface tension. So, they're not letting anything out. Yeah, I feel like they'll keep the... Hopefully, I mean, Hollywood is known to Hollywood and reveal too much, but hopefully they keep it very secret as to what the actual plot is. Yeah, yeah we'll see, though. Um, all right. Our next trailer, trailer number five this week, um, is uh, we talked, we teased it earlier um, during our Star Wars celebration discussion, and of course now we're going to talk about it. It's our first look at Ahsoka. Um, mm. Mm, this is a really good trailer. I like this one a lot. <laughs> um, it was it was edited together so nicely. The music, especially, I really appreciated. I loved the score of this trailer. It was it was quite good. So hopefully, that's the theme that kind of carries over into the show. Um, and yeah, it just looks just phenomenal. Um, yeah, I've been definitely been a big fan of Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka. Um, you know, she was very well cast. Obviously, that was kind of inspired. I think because of the fan art and stuff um, <laughs> that was created about her years ago, being the ideal Ahsoka in live action. And yeah, it's nice to see it coming to fruition. And every time she appears in the Mandalorian or Boba Fett, it's, it's a good time. Um, and when I, you know, the bits of her I've seen in Clone Wars, uh, she's, she's yeah, quite a good character. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes. Random, Mon Mothma cameo as well in this. Um, so that's that's really interesting. Obviously, we got that shot of the back of Thrawn's head um, <laughs> as they're talking about him. Uh, and then, yeah, our first, first looks at um, Sabine Wren in live action and uh, Hera Syndulla. Um Mary Elizabeth Winstead confirmed to be playing Hera. 
which was another big announcement that came out of the Star Wars celebration. Um, so that's really cool. I'm a big fan of hers. Uh, I, you know, it was already announced she was going to be in the show, but uh, they hadn't revealed until now who she was going to be playing. So, um, yeah, that's really, really cool. Um, she looks really, really great. Um, yeah, so it just, yeah, it looks phenomenal. And, I mean, Ray Stevenson playing this uh, dark, dark, dark side user of, of the Force and whoever this other blonde that's sort of maybe buddy-buddy with him, I don't know. Um, yeah, there's lots of questions about what's what's going on here and it's, I suppose it's going to be nice in a sense to return to Jedi sort of storyline proper, I suppose, because we kind of have gone like since the end of the Skywalker saga, we really haven't dealt too much with Jedi stuff with the exception of Grogu story within Mandalorian. Um, Technically, uh, Ahsoka is not a Jedi. No, she's not a, she's not a Jedi technically because she didn't, she didn't complete her training, did she? Yeah, she. Yeah, she, uh, she ran away. Well, she didn't run away. She was accused of murdering, and then and then she went. You know, see ya. I don't want to be a Jedi anymore. You guys. Suck. Yeah, yeah. But at least, like you know, seeing what that you know, I don't know what she's doing in terms of using the Force and the legacy of the Jedi behind her, you know, she can't really not be associated with them, no. I suppose. Um, so yeah. And then just her vendetta to find Admiral Thrawn. So it's all, it's all very exciting. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Um, yes. What did you think of the trailer? What did I think of the trailer? Um, Sorry, is your audio working? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I thought I'd cut you out. Anyway. Nope. Yeah, uh, what I thought of the trailer, I really enjoyed it. It got me hyped, and uh, I thank goodness I've watched all of um, uh, Rebels, so there's a lot of, ah, that, that person, yeah, cool. Why has she got long <laughs> hair? She's supposed to have short hair. Or the they they're gonna do like um, time jumps ever right. everywhere. So who knows? Uh, and also Chopper, yay Chopper, yay the little um, uh, R two unit that uh, ah. is all purple and it's got arms on his head and voiced by Dave Filoni as well. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, he does all the beeps and the boops. Just like just like Bill Hader does all the beeps and boops for BB-8, uh, and that and Ben Schwartz, I think. Could be wrong about that. I think it's a mixture of yeah. both. Anyway, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see like a live action Rebels like uh, sequel um, series to Rebels, and 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 Ezra. There's a little Ezra in the in that little hologram as well. So there's gonna there's gonna be that as well. Thrawn, three Thrawn. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna Thrawn. be blue, red eyes. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna do red eyes right. And yeah, I really, really intrigued and really interested in what's going to happen. And also, this is going to be like a leap, leap forward in what they're going to do in the Mandoverse as well. So, and hopefully, Zeb will 
do a little cameo as well, then we can have the whole Phoenix team. Ghost Phoenix. Yeah. And yeah, and what they're doing. Um, there's not really nice. much of it. Oh, yeah. The robot at the end, there's says uh, the little robot is actually a, a callback to um, uh, a, um, Clone Wars. And that robot is actually in charge of looking after the Padawans. So it could be could be something to do with um we might get a we might get a um uh, a Luke cameo maybe because it's going to be the re, re the the Jedi uh, um, Academy being redone as well. So maybe mm. that's going to be a thing in this series, but. Who knows? And that's and also that's that character was actually voiced by David Tennant, so he's going to be mm-hmm. uh, the voice in this as well. And there's another Doctor Who in this in this uh, trailer uh, trailer park because you also got uh, and you also got uh, uh, Shuri Gatwa in the Barbie Barbie one as well. Yes, so it's all it's all Doctor Who. Yeah, Doctor Who. Oh, Doctor Who, love it. Yeah. So when is this getting dropped on us? Well, they didn't give us an exact date as to when Ahsoka will be airing, um, but they gave us a month, which means in August this year, we'll be tuning in to watch Ahsoka on Disney+. Plus. So they'll be still doing some uh, effects and that. Give them all the time that they want. I mean... Yes, yes, don't rush. It is Lucasfilm. They always do their stuff in-house, so it's always going to be good. Yes. Yeah, it will be good. Um, one interesting thing I've just discovered, um, uh, and I take this with a grain of salt because it's, you know, nothing's, I don't think anything's confirmed yet, but um, in the cast listing for Ahsoka, um, Hayden Christensen is there. Yeah, I have heard that, yeah. So, yeah. And that's another reason why I'm thinking there's, going, there's probably going to be time jumps. Flashbacks, yeah. Because, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If they're going to do this right, they're going to have to explain who Ahsoka is. Instead, yeah. Instead of having people with pre-notions, which is weird because they also got to mention who who um, who all these characters are from Rebels because not a lot of people have seen Rebels. Looking at you, and yeah, so either that or it's going to be uh, he's going to be a future future ghost. And we're gonna, they're gonna talk, ghost. Yeah, and then you're gonna have like Ahsoka talking to, um, talking to Force Ghost, and Luke's yeah. and Luke's gonna be there as well. So it's gonna be a family reunion. Ah, oh, that's gonna be cool. God, could you imagine if we saw like Mark Hamill, or like even though it'll probably be the the younger version, the DH version of Mark Hamill, but like and. Yeah, I don't know. It would just be, yeah, be nice. Yeah. I always want, nice. I don't know how they're going to do this, but I always want to see Mark Hamill and Hayden Christensen fight for some reason. Well, I mean, you just watch, you know, Empire Strikes Back. No. And uh, no, Return of the Jedi. No, real, real. Like, real? Yeah, for real, for real. For realsies? Like old Luke, like battling young Anakin. <laughs> I mean, they're dealing with time travel. Come on, let's make it. Let's make it weird. Let's make it weird. Why not? 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just putting some sounds here so you can cough. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, we got one more trailer to talk about. Speaking of speaking about old and coughing people. Yeah. <laughs> and de aging. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, our last trailer, our sixth and final one for this week for our epic trailer park is uh, the latest trailer for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Um, which was also dropped at Star Wars Celebration because it is a Lucasfilm production. Ah. So if anyone's like, huh? mm-hmm. why? <laughs> That's why. Huh? What That's about, not Star Wars. What about Willow? Is there more Willow? Please tell us there's more Willow. Mm. <laughs> a TV show that no one watched. Unfortunately. Damn it. Mm. Who's on my Um <laughs> Yeah, I would have gotten to it eventually, but yeah. I may I may still one day. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. Indie, 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 indie. This was a yeah, this is a great trailer. Um this just uh, it just makes me happy. <laughs> like I just I just love sitting and watching Harrison Ford be Indiana Jones while John Williams' score plays in the background. Like, I just, I, I live for that. Um, so that, yeah, that was really, really nice. Um, and, yeah, sort of piecing together a bit more of the story. You know, we knew that Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character is Indy's goddaughter. But now we know she's also Toby Jones's daughter, I believe. Um <laughs> Uh, based on this trailer and that, you know, they, uh, Indy and her father were looking for the dial um, and were thwarted, it seems, by um, Maz Mickelson's uh, character. Um, Maz Mickelson? So, Maz Mickelson. Not the other one? Yes. No, we've got two Mickelsons in this, uh, in this podcast today, Lars and Maz. Yeah. <laughs> Swedish, yes, Swedish guys. Are they Swedish? Yeah. Swedish? Swedish? Yeah. No, Danish, Danish. 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 Yeah. It's, Danish. It's alright. I'm Kiwi. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. No, it's not. Um, Scandinavian. You can, you can call them Scandinavian. Yeah. European. Get even more broad. Mm. Why not? Continent of... Uh, yeah. Just in the continent. Planet, <laughs> planet, planet Earth, Earth, uh, <laughs> Earth. E- um. Anyway, yes. So, yeah, there was a lot more. Speaking of Mr. Mickelson, there was a lot more of him in this trailer, both looking de-aged as well as his current, um, current age. Which you know, there wasn't a lot of difference. He, because he's, you know, he's just a gorgeous, gorgeous man. Um, and I did kind of find it, you know, interesting. Or funny that you know he's just like basically saying Hitler was a fool. I'm gonna do what he couldn't. Blah blah blah. <laughs> like, it's quite quite amusing. Um, I'm worse than Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worse than Hitler. <laughs> um, keeping the Nazis alive in the 1960s. Oh dear. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Have they really they never left went us? away? Yeah. Oof. Um, yeah. No. This just it just looks looks like a great great time great fun i'm sure it's good like we mentioned earlier um james mangold is the director of this um he's a very accomplished person behind the camera so um 
I, I don't really have any doubts about him and whether or not he'll deliver. Um, I just, yeah, it just, it just looks good. And I think it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be an emotional farewell. I keep saying I'm, this movie's going to make me cry, but, um, cause I'll just, I think I'll probably just start crying as soon as it starts in the cinema, to be honest. <laughs> I'll just be so <laughs> overwhelmed um, by this whole thing. Cause it's just, yeah, it's wonderful. And it's one last, one last time. One yeah. last time for Harrison Ford. So, the first thing you'll see yeah. is the Paramount um, um, mountain, and you go, <gasps> <laughs> and I'll be like, <laughs> oh, the stars are but, going around. <laughs> I don't think. Well, we'll even. I don't even think Paramount will have their logo on this because this is the first Indiana Jones film produced by Disney. Oh, yucky! <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, there'll be the um, it'll yeah. be the steamboat Willie um mouse. <laughs> yes, yep. it'll transition into some kind of statue. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. It looks great. I'm here for it. Let's go. Hmm. Um, let's go, Michael. Yes, let's fucking go. What do you, What did you think of this trailer? Um, probably I'll, I'll get away with. Uh, I'll get. I'll, I'll. I'll. I'll try and talk. Um, <clears throat> I'll put all my grievances in one basket. Probably the biggest is probably the needle drop. It's like I didn't expect that. It's like, mm, really? Yeah, that was a weird choice, wasn't it? It's like I understand it's the sixties, and but why? Why sympathy for the devil? Yeah, anything like that. So, so yeah, um, probably that's my biggest. It's like, oh. I don't know. I can sort of get what they're dealing with because this is the era that they're going to be mostly in because mm. my theories are probably coming. Uh, I'm sorry. Stop touching the door, please. Uh, kids will be kids. Anyway, um, I think my theory of this movie is going to be it's definitely going to be time travel. Um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe uh, uh, Goddaughter is probably wanting to see Dad again and getting the dial and going back, and it's all to do with family and fathers and ha- and and how and because if you if you're gonna do a story that you can actually de-age like the these characters and especially indie, why not do do that sort of um member berry sort of thing is like oh we're going we've got old indie interacting with young indie isn't that cool and i think think because of crystal skull they've sort of like kicked the door down of doing something sci-fi and and also supernatural at the same time so it's going to be yeah. going back in time without any consequences you know no butterfly effect or anything like that they're just going to step back and do something but i don't know what so and uh, may, maybe uh, the Nazis want to get get their hands on this dial so they can say, "Hey, um, Hitler, don't kill yourself in the in the bunker." I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> I, I have no idea what they're going to do, but I'm still thinking it's going to, going to be doing time travel, like wibbly wobbly timey okay. wimey, and it's Doctor Who over again. Um, yeah. And maybe we'll get a de-aged like John Rhys Davies, 
Yeah, we could. Yeah, you get all the get, get them all back. You, you ask the um, Sean Connery estate saying, "Hey, can we just borrow his face for a bit?" I mean, we did it for Peter Cushion, so why, why don't we get you know, uh, senior senior Indy Indiana Jones, Doctor Jones. Yeah, and then Doctor Jones, and then we can have that sort of like uh, bring peace into the in fathers and sons and all that and then i can cry because you know fathers and sons is my bread and butter at the moment it's annoying <laughs> uh, yeah so i'm definitely looking forward to this and yeah when is this coming out yes well indiana jones and the dial of destiny is going to be in the cinemas on the 29th of june nice yeah just in time it's to exciting. watch all four yeah, or three, depending on your viewpoint. Yeah, um, watch all three and then just just knuck, uh, just white knuckle it to the end. <laughs> god damn it! God damn it! God, god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, best thing about this trailer park is that everything is coming out this year, so that was that was also nice. Yeah, yeah. no all delays, right. no dismays. Yes probably just jinxed it now anyway um <laughs> that was the most epic trailer park i think we've ever done uh so yeah let's now yes. roll on out Ooh. because ah. it's time oh okay for the moment the section <laughs> the place the people <laughs> the part the apparatus. <laughs> this spot. Sh- segment. The yeah. sh- blemish spot. <laughs> the, th- <laughs> the thing in the show we like to call... Mm, don't call the cops, mate, because it's a popcorn culture, mate. Sorry, I did Welcome that while you time. were drinking. Yes. Thank you. Spit take. <coughs> spit take. Oh, we love we love spit takes. Yeah, this is popcorn culture time, guys. Which means mm. it is now time for us to finish this episode with our thoughts on the latest episode of The Mandalorian season <laughs> three. <laughs> Uh, which is uh, Season 3, Episode 6, Guns for Hire. Mandalorian um, goes to Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really curious for your thoughts uh, on this one, Michael, because I, I really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was a lot of fun. I did too. Um, yeah, all good. Um, <laughs> good, good, good. Good, good, good. Um, again, not a perfect episode, definitely, no. No. but... Uh, those episodes are hard to attain, um, but it, it was it was it was nice. It kind of felt like a return to Mando going out on like these one episode mission sort of things, bounty hunter things. Yeah. yeah, so it kind of felt like going back to that, um, which was nice. Uh, also for for that uh, fact, bringing back Bryce Dallas Howard to direct this episode was a great call. Um, I, I, they should give her a Star Wars movie, I think, because <laughs> she's, 
she's really doing something else every time she's behind the camera on this on this show. Um, so well, they gave gave her dad a chance and see what happened. I know one of the <laughs> greatest directors of our time. Um, yeah, so she's clearly you know the apple did not fall far from that tree. Um, yeah, so yeah, no, it was it was yeah, a good the red apple. Ha ha. Haha. Yes. Uh, cause they're rangers. Um, so, <laughs> Hey, I love redheads. Um, the, yeah, so this, this is a, yeah, this was a good episode and it was also kind of a nice way for them to, um, further develop, um, both, uh, Din Djarin and, and Bo-Katan and, um, and the main storyline in, in regards to, you know, Bo-Katan being now this person that can walk both ways, essentially. Um, so that's, that was, that was really, really good. Um, yeah, but we'll, you know, we'll get into the finer points as we go through it. But, uh, Michael, what did you think overall of, of this episode? Overall, <clears throat> excuse me, pretty much the same. Um, I, I do love the fact that it, it's a it's a single adventure episode. Uh, doesn't really uh, detract from the mainstay ever so slightly. I mean, you can. Uh, I, I I like the fact that yeah, it's just a self-contained thing, and this the own goal is all throughout. And then at the end is I'm not too sure about. I think okay, but the the main premise of the um the sort of espionage and the detective story of the good cop bad cop and the <laughs> and the hard-boiled cop in dealing with someone who, who's a bit more nuanced it's it's cool i i, I like it I, I like the fact that we're, we're so uh we we so know these characters and how how they actually uh work well to uh together and them on on a single mission to figure out some stuff and also the fact that this episode deals with stuff that we haven't really quite seen in star wars as well like um the relationship between people and uh androids or whatever you call them mm-hmm. robots, and how and how they are pretty much second class citizens in, in that and how how they have somewhat autonomy autonomy and automatons have autonomy sweet alliteration mm-hmm. love it mm-hmm. and yeah i really enjoyed the cameos as well it's just a out of nowhere reasons why they're here is like well i knew i knew the i actually forgot that one was going to be in it and then it was just yeah surprise it's like it's here wow um yeah i really enjoy this one and nice yeah well, I mean, let's let's start with those those cameos, because um, yeah, I again like yeah, like you, I knew we we knew it was already previously announced that uh, Lee Christopher Lloyd mm. was going to be appearing this season, um, but we we had no idea as to what capacity and the fact that he was revealed after the first two cara- uh, cameos, I. <sighs> Thinking about it, it's kind of like I feel like his thunder was stolen a little bit. Oh no, it's just uh, on top of each other. It's like, wow, what is this? What is this episode? 
Yeah, like we're getting all these cameos at one time. Um, I mean, they were, yeah, they were glorified cameos, I suppose, because they weren't just like one one scene and you're out sort of thing. You know, they all they all had a couple of scenes. Um, but Lizzo and Jack Black yes. um, play the married rulers uh, of of Plazia Fifteen, um, the the Duchess and uh, Captain Bombardier. What a great name. Um, <laughs> with a great beard to match. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm okay with this because, I mean, it's Jack Black, for one, and we love Jack Black. Jack Black is fantastic, um, and he, he totally fits. Lizzo was good. I will say I enjoyed her performance. She's fine for someone who's not an actress. Like, she's, you know... Yeah. As far as I'm aware, she's strictly a, a singer, but a musician. Um, a flautist. And I've never, a flautist, very famous flautist. Um, so I've never seen her act before, but she is a Star Wars fan. Um, so that's really cool as well. I just, I'm concerned that her, the choice to go with her, and maybe even Jack Black to an extent, Felt a little like stunt casting, stunt casting, like, like they go have some cameos and ignore whatever else is going on. I don't know. I just, it just, I don't know. It felt very, oh, it's Jack Black and Lizzo <laughs> sort of thing. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to offer, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate, I guess. Yeah. But I, I did, I did enjoy watching them and yeah, Christopher Lloyd was great. Um, yeah, just seeing him be in the in the Star Wars universe was really cool, and I didn't expect the twist with his character. The fact that you know he was a separatist, and <laughs> like they kind of hinted at it when they talked about you know some of the droids um, date all the way back to the separatists, and because we're in the outer rim, of course, um, that's where the the separatists really worked. Um, and then just to hear him start talking about Count Dooku <laughs> before getting, you know, put down on the ground. It was just, well, okay, I was not expecting this. But I liked it. I thought it was good. I, I thought it was a nice twist. Um, yeah. What, what did you think about all these cameos and how did you, how did you feel? Well, um, yeah, I sort of recognized Jack Black's voice. It's like, is that Jack Black? And then it turns out it is. It's like, wow, okay. Um, are we doing this in Star Wars now? Because, um, yeah, they they are who they are. And yeah. they're, they're not necessarily, like, here to stay. I can sort of see that it's going to be a one and done because it is <clears> – <throat> those sort of cameos are very distracting. And, yes. And, and especially with uh, Christopher Lloyd as well. Um, and <clears> – and, um, and uh yeah um i don't have too many gripes with it because um before we we had bill burr being bill burr in star wars mm. and sort mm -hmm. of it, it sort of mixes well and you can sort of have a lar larger than life um character like like jack black uh, being yeah. uh, being um a, a former um empire person who who uh, can't uh, uh, has different rules and and it's sort 
uh, sort of harkens back to what um, Japan sort of did at the end of the Second World War where they, they weren't allowed to have like their own uh, army. And then, and so not having an army to sort of um, put their coppers towards like all their money, money, they decided to build it, uh, build their infrastructure and also their technology as well. And that's the reason why they're sort of more technology ad, uh, ad, advanced than the rest of the world as well. And everything, mm. everything comes from, from Japan. So there is good things and bad things when it comes to that sort of thing. And you can sort of see it in this, um, in this place of utopia as well, which has like a sort of a seedy underbelly of, of, um, uh, can be manipulated of having like a utopia but a dystopia sort of underbelly as well. So you can sort of see it. it's it's essentially Wally in Star Wars, where mm. you're so comfortable with your own thing and 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 having Christopher Lloyd's character that um, if everything goes to shit, then how are they going to cope? They're they're in their own means and and that's and, and I do like that or sort of aspect with with um uh different characters and how that's all set in within this episode uh but going back to the cameos um I'm happy if this is going to be a one and done because you, essentially you can do what you like and uh, mm. and something someone like uh, Jack Black and Lizzo uh really wanted to be in Star Wars but they are who they are so they can't really so so um they can't really have like big main parts otherwise it's just way too distracting and yeah it's Jack Black being Jack Black um uh but I will say uh, with Lizzo it's she's always wanted to be in Star Wars and and yeah she got her chance and it's about damn time hey hey well done well done Thank you, yeah. thank you. I got puns for days. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. And I suppose with, um, you know, Bo and, and Din going around doing their, you know, law and ordering, um, you know, Grogu had something to do by, you know, keeping the Duchess company. Um, I reckon that's in the that contract. Was... <laughs> when Lizzo's contract's like, I'll be in this. As long as I get the whole Grogu. I get the whole Grogu. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that too. I'm like, oh, that's so, that's so. Cool. I mean, who? you'd be silly not to take that opportunity. Of course, we want a whole Grogu. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was, that was very cute, how they kind of bonded um, with each other during this episode. And, and yeah, she knights him at the end. <laughs> uh, it was very funny. Um, yeah, so, so this episode is really, it really is just kind of like a, Din Djarin and Bo-Katan Kree's detective agency sort of thing, or, you know, they kind of sent on this procedural thing to figure out why these droids are malfunctioning. And I kind of really liked how they explained the reason that the, you know, uh, Bombardier and the Duchess are able to get away with asking them because they can't ask the mercenaries to come into the city. They're forbidden. But, because it's part of your religion and you're allowed to have weapons on you, we can then ask you to go do this thing for us. Mm. Um, I thought that was really clever. I liked that. Um, and <laughs> I think one of my favorite... Convenience, yes. Uh, <laughs> I think one of my 
favorite parts of the episode though because like i love i just loved when din was like you had me at battle droids like just the fact that we kind of returning like this season we're returning to this theme of in you know and his hatred and loathe loathing for for droids um and it really kind of reared its head in such a hilarious way for me in this episode, just to see them when they go down to the docks and they're watching the the battle droids carry their loads and the other um, uh, Trade Federation droid is just, you know, trying to get him to stop because he's, all he's doing is, like, kicking them. Yeah. <laughs> trying to knock him over. Like, he's having the time of his life. This is, like, paradise. For Din Djarin. Yeah, and also the the um, droid has been voiced by the same guy who does, uh, does the Clone Wars as well, which is very yeah. good. I love that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Symmetry. It's good I continuity. Yeah, good continuity. Uh, yeah, so I just thought that was, that was funny as well. And then just, yeah, like you were saying before, the whole kind of way that the droids are kind of framed as these second-class citizens in this part of the, you know, the timeline, I, I suppose. Because um, I really liked that scene in the bar. They go to the droid bar and um, the way the droids kind of react to them, that, you know, they don't want to be replaced, but they also don't want bad things to happen to their makers. Mm. Um, because they're not, you know, that also means then they will not get, you know, maintained and fixed and whatnot given jobs and things so it's i, I kind of liked it's kind of sad the, really i mean a little sad yeah it was i just i don't know i just the spirit of it i thought was really sweet i know seeing that seeing seeing all the droids in the bar kind of rise up and sort of cheer essentially <laughs> was 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 nice yeah um yeah it's, it's a bit icky <laughs> A little bit icky, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, what what did you think then about all the the droid stuff? I, I, in this I episode? definitely enjoy it. It's definitely like uh, Chinatown in in space. I love it. But, yeah. <laughs> um, and with yeah, with the downtrodden sort sort of uh, helpers, it's it, it's very very icky sort sort of thing that I I have because it's it's essentially slavery and. Mm. And how they they don't know anything else but to do this, and then it's and they're sort of they 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 don't go full on into it. They they just do they just you know tease it a little bit, and it's like yeah, just just a little bit. You can't have like full on like an uprise of of um like T twos, you know. <laughs> it's, mm. it's, it's not going to be that. It's like human cyborg relations, and yeah, yeah so it's kind of cool that. Uh, with Star Wars, you can sort sort of do little bits and pieces of different themes as well. And with this, it's, it's yeah, I'm, I was no, nah, I'm not going to do comparison because I don't want to talk about that franchise anymore. Um, yeah, house elves, fuck it. Um, yeah, no, I know, yeah, <laughs> you know, and how and how that whole franchise is sort of pro slavery because um, that storyline didn't really do anything. It's just. <laughs> Mm. Spew. Mm. Uh, that didn't really go anywhere, did it? <laughs> no. Stay in your lane, bitch. Anyway, um, yeah, Star Wars. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I like the I, I, I like the episode, and and how the fact that these 
they're they're not necessarily all uh, robots. They still have a like a, a biological element as well. Especially with mm. what is this? They take they 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 take these robots to the morgue, which is yeah. I and found that, that really interesting. I thought, wow, it's it's just what is this? Um, and then they ex- extract DNA. <laughs> And how and and how it's actually working is like wow it's it's very interesting I I kind of mm. like it it's 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 sort of like Asimov as well <coughs> as well with the um sort of the the binary code of not not um hurting um like uh, um humans as well so so mm. definitely has that sort of aspect as well I I, I just love sci-fi cool allegory. Yeah. anyway it's very cool um yeah another cool aspect to this while doing their investigating is that we got to uh see some ugnaughts again mm. um and that was that was really nice little little moment um little and i just to quill yeah yeah i know that that really yeah kind yeah. of made me just really happy i suppose yeah i know how to talk to Ugnox. you met one yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, I I thought that too. I thought, like, I love the fact that Din was able to figure out. Okay, well, if I if I speak to them this way, then we're gonna get somewhere. Versus Borikatan's approach. Um, yeah. I but then I'm also thinking. I'm like, you you only met one one ugnaught. One ugnaught. Granted, he was a great ugnaught, but <laughs> now you're suddenly an expert on ugnaught culture. Well, I don't then, know. then again, he was like sort of um, buddy buddy with uh, the Sand People as well, like Tuscan Raiders. Yeah, uh, it's sort of he—he's a man of the people, so I can sort of understand that. But still, it's it's kind of, it's kind of like that um, uh, flying high segment where it's like it's all right, flight attendant. I know how to speak jive, and that's it's <laughs> it's that it's that sort of, I've got a black friend. It's cool. It's cool. Uh funny. <laughs> oh man. Um yeah, but that was that was that was a nice little touch um as well. Um yeah, but then, you know, the end the end of the episode is where we get the main part of the 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 main story, mm. I suppose, pr- propelling itself forward because now that um they they solved the case that um Christopher Lloyd's uh, character was the one who was, um, you know, making all the droids malfunction. Um, yeah, the, the, they get granted permission finally to go and meet up with the, the Mandalorian camp outside. Before we city. do that, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The subtle the subtle jab at um, uh, Star Wars shouldn't be all political. Our, our oh. Bur- <laughs> our Bogotan sort of takes him out before he, he, he finishes monologuing. Yeah, yeah, that was that was funny. I thought, yeah, I can understand that. (laughs) We're meant to have fun in Star Wars. Yeah, (laughs) I don't want politics in my Star Wars. Then why is it called Star Wars? (laughs) Do you know any wars that's not political? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah. No, that was a nice little touch and, and interesting given like you know how political Andor was and this is coming out after that um 
for them to keep that line in there is interesting. So we're allowed to have fun. We're allowed to have fun. Exactly. Member berries and cameos. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. So, um, yeah, Bo-Katan doesn't know what she's going to do until she um, sees what's his name, Axe Wolves, I think his name is, um, who's the new head of the mercenary side of the Mandalorians that Bo used to lead. Um, but yeah, she basically just is like, "I'm just going to challenge you. I, I want my my you know my my all the all these people back. I want you know I want my fleet back." Um, now I have a new mission sort of thing. Um, and yeah, so they, they fight and it's a pretty good one. Um, lots of good action, um, stunts happening in this good fighting. I liked it. Good Corey. Um, good Corey. Yes. Well said. Yes. Good Corey. Uh, and then it all kind of concludes with the thing that I, I was kind of waiting for to see if it was actually going to be a thing. Cause I did have. I don't know about you, Mike, but I did have this thought when I watched that episode and saw, you know, the Darksaber change hands mm. um, and Bo-Katan wielding it to kill the, you know, that one-eyed monster thing. Um, so, I, yeah, it was kind of cool to see that payoff as like, well, no, I can actually give you the Darksaber because it is rightfully yours. Um, so it's kind of an interesting loophole, I suppose. That's kind of worked in Bo-Katan's favor and it works well for Mando because you know I he was giving no fucks about this Darksaber he was really not taking any of it seriously he was just carrying it around like it was a you know some thing he just happens to have like I don't know I I never got the sense of him giving a shit about what it meant yeah so I'm glad that it's now been um, given to, to Bo-Katan. Um, and it was nice to see that the rest of the, the Mandalorians kind of accepted it. They were like, well, actually, yeah, he's right. You are now our rightful leader mm. for real. Um, so yeah, I thought that was a good way to end the episode and further the plot. Um, which was, which was nice. Yeah. I'm loving this Bo-Katan stuff. It's just really, really good. So, um, what did you think about how the, the episode played out in the played last couple of scenes um mm. yeah this is i don't want to be a damper but i was hoping for them to fight <laughs> for like for the dark side for oh okay yeah, yeah. fair enough uh, i was hoping like that would be the, the the grand thing at the end of mm-hmm. of them battling it out because because one person doesn't want it but they need to do this thing and then it's just I'm in the narring, and then they sort of pretty much solved it at the end. Um, I sort of had an inkling that that was probably going to be the case, considering they did the recap of actually going back to yeah that scene, and mm-hmm. it's like, why are we watching this? Oh, they, mm, mm. and then when it played out, I thought, oh, okay. Then what's episode? What's the last two episodes going to be about? Them just finding other Mandalorians and just restarting Mandalore? Yeah. Yeah, okay. What's going on? I don't don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen and it annoys me. It's the opposite of Andor. (laughs) It's... It's not not the good kind of uncertainty. It's like, what what are we going to do? 
what's gonna what's gonna do are we gonna uh, is there gonna be like subtle hints into um what's gonna happen in ahsoka because because then you got because there's another mandalorian that that would be nice to actually see and like get re get reintroduced into this because they're all connected especially with boba fett and mm. and the the two episodes that are essential to watch mandalore mandalorian um yeah I, it's like it's good that it's tied up and but i don't know what's going to happen from here on out and now grogu's a knight of the of of lizzo's army of lizzo's mm. realm yeah yeah um oh there was a meme that was going about uh yeah in i think it was I think it was a uh, MTV Movie Awards where Jack Black was playing uh was playing uh Anakin Skywalker in in Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. And he sort of with um Padman on the Mustafa. Mm. It's something like, something along those lines. But overall, I enjoyed this episode. This, the ending of the episode was uh, okay what next i want more but apparently episode seven which is next week um has already been played at star wars celebration so mm. all i know is um from that uh moth Gideon is coming back which is yes that's what i expected. saw as well so yeah they were teasing they teased him last episode or the one before whenever the one that ended with his ship and oh he's missing sort yeah, of thing and Carla Dune's dead body floating in space. Maybe, maybe, um, yeah. I think that the only other thing I I want to say before we wrap up is I really liked the the, the cold open with the um <laughs> the, 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 the 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 Mandal the Mandalorians being sent to uh, return this this um Mon Calamari prince. That has been, you know, absconded Cat- out of out of mm-hmm. out of love. I thought that was uh, I thought that was kind of sweet. Romeo and Juliet you know? in space, space, in space. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was kind of nice. Um, yeah, but um, but yeah, I don't have anything else to touch on with this. Are you are you good? Do you have any other thoughts? Uh, no, everything's going good. Um, the connection's getting a bit wonky, but. It's all good. Yeah. Can't wait for next time. Yeah, we got two episodes to go. Season three already. It's almost over. Mm. Almost over. All right. Speaking of things that are over, this podcast, this episode is done for this week. We are done. We are finished. We have no more things to say. So I'm going to count us in a one, a two, a three. And And that... Was a podcast podcast called called Fred. Fred. Yes. Uh, Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Freddy Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Freddy Alien, head on over to our 
YouTube. That's youtube.com slash fredthealienproductions.com. And if you're on Twitch at the moment, give us a follow. And if you're on YouTube at the moment, you know, subscribe and also ring the bell icon to keep yourself updated for any of our videos. Yes, please do. I've been a Kendall Richardson. And I've been ready to pee, Margaret Lister. <laughs> I need a catheter when I'm doing this. <laughs> and and you've, you've just experienced, experienced a podcast called Fred. Remember to eat beef. Remember, Freddy lives, Loki dies, the doctor is in, and make sure all you. Uh, make sure all you. Do, oh, what's. What's. Fulia, what do you say? What do you say? Uh, look after yourself and you mean Luke. <laughs> Luke. Yes, I, yes. Luke, I am your father, even though that's not the real quote. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Later, skaters. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And. And. <clears throat> Endor scene. Endor scene. <laughs> <laughs>